stuff. It's a great day. It's rainy here where I am in Houston, Texas, but I am thrilled to talk to Armand and Scott from Talon Athletics. Fellas, how are you doing? We're good. How are you? Yeah, great. I'm doing great. So for vocal distinguishing purposes, would you mind just introducing yourselves so we can so we can hear the different sounds? Sure. So I'm Scott Bloomberg. I'm the owner of Talon Athletics, and we've been... Uh, based in the White Plains area, and we go all over the Tri-State area in New York to do Gaga. And I'm Armin. I am with Scott here. I have been with the company for about two years now. And uh, yeah, like Scott said, we've been doing Gaga for a while now and just trying to make it uh, as popular as possible. Okay. so. So that's interesting. I've heard of this Gaga before. I've even played Gaga before. But I think a little backstory on, on how you all got into the Gaga business is important. So I guess take us, uh, this is a sort of a multi-tiered question, which is A, what is Gaga? And B, how did you all find yourselves in this situation? So this could be a sort of a history lesson on, on the way that you all got to where you are. Right. Okay, so Gaga started, as far as the stories go, um, Gaga started in Perth, Australia, in a small Jewish community, and then moved in the 1960s to Israel. And from Israel, in just about the mid-1960s, a couple of counselors came over into the upstate New York area to work at a Jewish sleepaway camp. And they had a lot of downtime, so they decided to show the kids in the camp during lunch one day how to play Gaga. They flipped over the picnic tables to make the uh, Gaga pit, and they started playing Gaga. And it stayed in the Jewish community uh, for quite a number of years until it started to branch out more mainstream uh, years later into just other community centers and rec centers and schools. And fast forward to where we are in 2019, it's becoming uh, it's become very popular, especially here in the Northeast where we are over the past seven or eight years. Um, they have probably got Gaga pits in over 4,500 last count camps and schools nationwide. And even colleges are now putting them in for recreational purposes. And uh, it's, it's a very growing sport. Nice. So uh, as a Gaga historian, do you know which camp in upstate New York it was? And it's totally fair if you don't. I do not know. I, I, I mean, I recall, but I don't, I don't know the name of the camp at this point. Fair enough. As an upstate New York, so I went to college there and I grew up in the Buffalo area. It's just nice to know that some good things came from there. Um, so, so Gaga is an interesting game. You mentioned the pit. So the way that I sort of think about it is you're in a, like an enclosed area, right? And, and, and then what happens? Like, what are the rules of the game essentially? How do you get out? How are you in? How do you win? 
what are those kinds of, of, of rules to the game? So the game is played in an octagon pit, as you said, and the ball stays on the ground to play usually with a foam ball. And the whole point of the game is to hit the ball and try to aim for your other opponents and hit them anywhere below their knee in order to get them out. So for those who are kind of unfamiliar with the game, we could say it's similar to dodgeball, um, except much safer, and it's played on a much safer level. So we can only, there's no throwing the ball, there's no kicking the ball, you're just strictly hitting the ball with your hand um, while it's on the ground. And in terms of some of the rules, uh, if you hit the ball outside the pit, you are out. Uh, if you hit the ball up in the air and someone else catches it, you're out. Um, if you usually, with the final three, or before the final three, you can only do single touches. Um, when it gets down to the final three people in the pit, then you can do double touches. And then the final two, you could do unlimited touches. Um, there's a couple of variations of uh, rules that people play by, but uh, that's, that's how we do it. Um, and, you know, it's, it, there's also different variations of the game as well. So in some of our after-school programs, we do a couple games called Zombie Gaga, Recycle Gaga, Tag Team Gaga. Um, so it's not, it's not always the, the normal or, or regular game of Gaga that everybody knows about, um, which, you know, we, we'd like to make a little bit more popular as well, especially when we try to get this game into uh, phys ed programs and curriculums. Um, but yeah, those are, those are some of the rules, the basic rules, and, uh, and how to play. So I, I, tag team Gaga makes sense to me. Like I get that as a, as a Gaga player. But what is zombie Gaga? How are those rules different? Yeah, so zombie Gaga it starts out just like regular Gaga, um, except when someone gets hit with the ball, they, once they're on the outside of the pit, they're considered a zombie. So they can tag the people who are still on the inside of the pit in order to get back in. So that's actually, um, as I said before, good, would be a, one good variation for a phys ed game, since in many phys ed curriculums, uh, kids should always be moving around, um, always, you know, doing things in class. They never want to be just not doing anything. Um, and it also incorporates Gaga in general, incorporates certain aspects that are necessary for, for phys ed, such as do, uh, chasing, dodging, and fleeing. Um, but in terms of just zombie gaga itself, um, like I said, once they are outside of the pit, the kids, it also gives them an opportunity to get back into the game um, by, like I said, tagging someone who's still inside the pit um, in order to get back in. Right, because as, you know, someone who's been, made it to the finals of several games of gaga, but also has been <laughs> one of the first people out, like, you, you can be sitting for quite a while. Um, right. So, so and, and uh, you mentioned that it's safer than dodgeball, and I, I think I get that, but what do you, like, in terms of how you would describe the safety of Gaga, what makes it a safer kind of sport to play? Right. So in, in dodgeball, when you think about it, you know, some of the, the major uh, dangerous aspects um, that are involved within the game are, you know, the ball is, is traveling at, very high speeds, especially since, you know, you're throwing it, you're not, you know, kicking it or hitting it. Um, and also, you're, there are areas that you can get 
hit in dodgeball where you necessarily wouldn't get hit in Gaga. So the main areas in dodgeball where you can possibly get hit are in the head and the chest, and in the chest, you know, where your heart is. So in Gaga, it kind of eliminates those two two aspects. So in terms of the ball, the the ball is traveling in Gaga at, at much lower speed since it's being hit and not thrown, um, and also the type of balls. So in, in dodgeball, I think it's, it's much more of a firmer um, ball, where, whereas in, in Gaga, um, we, we use a foam ball, so it's a little bit softer. And then um, where you can get hit, in Gaga, you can only get hit below the knee, whereas, like I said, in dodgeball, you could, there are many other areas that you can get hit um, that really aren't, uh, wouldn't feel good anyway. Correct. Mm -hmm. um, so, so it's definitely, we believe, a little bit safer than dodgeball, um, and we can't really help but compare it to dodgeball, especially for those who aren't familiar with the game. So we, we don't really like comparing it since it, it, is, it is very different than dodgeball, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's much safer, we believe. Right. And um, so, so you say hit the ball, and I think it's important to, like, make a distinction about what that actually means, right? Like, when you think about hitting a ball, you think about baseball with a bat. But in the case of Gaga, you're using your hand, right? But it's specific. Like there are rules about how you can have your hand when you go to hit the ball. Can you explain that a little bit? Well, I think the only two ways that uh, you hit the ball is with an open palm or, you know, some people use that fist to hit the ball. Um, I mean, I think that's the uh, the only two ways. I mean, we right. ha have seen over the years the people that use their fists, uh, depending on the surface that they're playing on, uh, you know, scrape their uh, their knuckles uh, against the ground. But mm -hmm. we've compounded that by uh, producing gaga gloves that we make yeah. to help <laughs> being played on different surfaces. Yeah, I was going to say, I spent a little time on your website, and I noticed something in the shop. So in, in your shop at your website, you sell these Gaga gloves. And, and the, name, the, the reason for having these gloves is so that people who are, I, I would say, like avid Gaga players don't scrape their knuckles if they're playing with a, with a closed fist. Um, and I thought that that was a very clever idea. So well done to you all. So what is the... Um, just before we get into a little bit more about talent and what you all do, what's the highest level of competitive Gaga that, that you've seen people play? Uh, we've seen people play uh, in actually the college level, uh, a recreational tournament level. Um, you know, is this something that we're looking to expand on and, and bring Gaga, uh, have to have more of a presence like other sports? Um, in terms of uh, tournaments and and value with adults and, and juniors, because they're obviously junior tournaments and adult tournaments in in all sports. So we're we're looking to uh, make Gaga or bring Gaga up to that level. Mm -hmm. And Gaga is it's a uh, you know you speak you're, you talk about tournaments. Um, it's an individual game for the most part, right? Like it's every person for themselves. So. It's a pretty self-selecting kind of thing. So when you go to a tournament, are these people that know each other generally? Are these people who have never met? Like, how, how does that work? 
Well, we are trying out. We're doing uh, individual uh, tournaments, everyone for themselves. But we're also putting together like four-man, four-person teams and have a team tournament where they're playing against uh, other friends, other companies, other schools, other uh, venues. So that's what we're, we're, we've been experimenting with uh, four-player teams for a little while. And um, we're going forward with a uh, – we're actually running a tournament uh, in August here in Westchester and White Plains for individual players as well as four-player teams. Huh, interesting. So how does the game change when it's teams versus individuals? So the, the, the teams, they uh, they gain points um, depending on uh, how they uh, are eliminated from the game. And then you count up the points at the end of the game to see who which team won the most points to to win that uh, that round. And then we play several rounds. Uh, let's say we'll play six rounds, and after the sixth round, the two teams with the highest points battle off against each other. Got it. Okay, cool. So if I were to contact Talon Athletics, because I had like an event coming up, and I wanted to, to get some gaga happening for this event, what are, the, what are the services that you all provide? Like what do you bring? How do you, how do, you do it? How do you do what you do? Yeah, so we do, right now we're in a lot of after-school programs. Um, we are trying to make it more popular in phys ed programs as well. Uh, currently, right now, during the summer, we are in various camps across uh, New York and the tri-state area. And parties, rec centers also contact us for uh, if they would like Gaga as well. Um, we have ga uh, portable Gaga pits, so we can, as long as... Um, let's say you or some venue has a flat surface, we can bring the Gaga pit almost anywhere. Um, we have a smaller Gaga pit that is 15 feet by 15 feet that we usually bring to parties and bar mitzvahs um, that can fit into, you know, smaller spaces. And then we have other pits, um, larger pits, which are 18 feet by 18 feet that can obviously fit in larger areas. So for our tournaments, um, and camps, we, you know, expect a much larger amount of kids to sign up, so we would use our, our larger pits for those events. Um, and then in terms of our uh, after-school programs and phys ed programs, depending on how many kids sign up for our classes, we usually do one to two pits for each program. Uh, the pits take 10 minutes to set up. And like I said, we could bring them almost anywhere. Great. Right. So when um, we come to an event, so we'll supervise, we'll run all the games, organize all the games, and we'll take care of uh, all the kids while they're in the pit. Right. And, and that's actually uh, a huge thing because I've spent many, many an afternoon as the referee of the Gaga Pit. And there is very few places in life where kids are more likely to argue with the ref than whether or not they got out in, in Gaga. Would you say that that's a true statement? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, we call them Gaga lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So you all have been around a lot of Gaga, and you've probably seen some pretty good Gaga players in, in your time doing this. So 
what would be like, you know, if I, if I were a young Gaga player and I was listening to this and I wanted to, to get real good, right? I wanted to be an above average Gaga player. What do you think are some of the athletic traits that I would need to work on for my game? Well, I think it's, you know, the beauty of Gaga is that you don't have to be a total athlete in order to win at the game. I think the game is more of a strategy knowing that you use the octagon walls as part of your game plan to get your opponents out. I mean, sure, you could be strong enough, hit the ball maybe a little harder or faster than another player in the pit, but using the, the walls and banking them off the, uh, the octagon sides would you know, definitely be more beneficial. And that's what we talk to the kids about and the young adults about, uh, when they're playing, if we see that, you know, they're just trying to hit the person straight on, like, you know, they're going to see it. You know, you have a better chance, you know, try and use the walls, you know, try and fake them out, you know, swing once, you know, miss on purpose and swing, use your other hand and get them out because sometimes they're jumping. You get them when they're coming down from jumping. So, you know, it, it's more in our eyes or in my eyes, it's more of a, a strategic than an athletic uh to do. Yeah, as much of a physical game it is, it's also that much of a mental game as well. Awesome. So I, I don't mean to cause strife in the workplace, okay? But let me give you a scenario. <laughs> Let's imagine that there's a tournament and the three of us are the last three left, okay? It's Mike, uh -huh. Armand, and Scott. Now, I am out, right? I got out. I basically got myself out because that's usually what happens to me when I play Gaga. And then it comes down <laughs> to the two of you. <laughs> the two of you are left in the pit. Who wins yep. and why? Uh, I don't know about that <laughs> one. Alman wins because I'm a nice boy. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well said. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, so. Uh, I mean, I can't tell you, like, I, I, like, this whole time we've been talking, I've just been thinking about what we used to do on rainy days at my overnight camp, which we called it Rage in the Cage, and we played hours and hours and hours and hours of Gaga, and it's just such a, uh, such a part of my childhood and, and what I love to do, and, you know, like, doing through the legs moves and using the walls, like everything that you said. And it's just, I'm so glad that you all are, are, are trying to expand the audience for Gaga. So, so if we wanted to find out more about Talon Athletics, or if we wanted to, to find you on social media, like what are the best ways to go about getting in touch with you? Right. So our uh, website, you can visit our website at uh, talonathletics.com. And then uh, we are also our for social media. We are on Instagram. It's at uh, talent underscore athletics. And then we just recently made a new Twitter page as well, at um, athletics talent on Twitter. So that's how uh, that's how you could reach us and, and uh, get to us. Great. So uh, last thing before we go, when you start a game of Gaga, you know, in hockey there's a faceoff, in basketball. There's a jump ball in football. There's a kickoff. But how do you start a game of Gaga? So everyone stays on the outside or against the walls on the outside of the pit. Well, inside of the pit, but against the walls. And then 
depending on whether it's the coach or just one of the kids can start the game, we, they throw it up in the middle. Uh, we wait for three bounces, usually say ga, ga, ball, and then that's how the game starts. Once the three bounces occur, then everybody can rush towards the ball and, and, and hit it, so, similar to like in dodgeball where they blow the whistle or give some sort of cue, uh, and then everyone runs to the middle to, uh, to, to start the game. Perfect. Could not have could not have described it any better myself. Well, Armand and Scott, it's been, I mean, God, God's the best. What can I say, right? Like if you want to play a sport that is both fun and has some good strategy and, you know, it's uh, safe. I think that the idea of safety is, is really important when it comes to Gaga and you're a teacher or an after-school program provider or you spend any amount of time with kids. Also a great indoor game if you're using the right kind of ball. Like we should stress that too. Like I've definitely been in indoor camp situations where it was rainy and the only thing you can do because you can't be outside, you put some tables up or you call our friends at Talent Athletics and they set up the Gaga Pit for you and then you can have some good active indoor time. So I want to thank you for, for bringing the game of Gaga, which has played a huge part in my life, to uh, to the masses, I guess, is a, is a way to say that, like just bringing it to the people. And uh, it was great talking to you and hearing about what you do. Awesome. Thank, thank you, you so much, Mike. Stuff.